Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, this is Resting Bitch Face Podcast. I'm Melinda, and my lovely host here is... Me or your mom? I'm Julie. Whoever spoke I am up here first. Also. <laughs> Julie, you're the host. I'm just the special guest. <laughs> you're the official third host. So, in case you guys are confused, I'm Melinda. My co-host is Julie, and we have a special guest again tonight. My mom, Mary Sue. Yay! Oh, I have a name tonight. I'm not just mom. Oh crap! I didn't say your name before. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I like being mom. All right, so this is mom, and uh, she's taking the night off from being a superhero nurse director at a nursing home she's hanging out with me we're having a little uh, mother's day pre-game she got to come hang out with her grandbabies earlier and they were super adorable they said grammy i want you to spend the night at my house Aww. i don't want you to leave that's so cute it was they really sweet. they almost made me cry she's Aww. like don't stay here grammy I need you that's i need you. Said, I need <gasps> you oh my god that's so precious my like, heart Aww. broke so you're going to spend the night, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't have clothes for work tomorrow. Aww. And tomorrow I'm getting trashed with water balloons. So. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. So since COVID started, they have been doing weekly water balloon fights with the staff. That's awesome. And since it's Nurses Week, tomorrow is beam your nursing director with water balloons. That sounds like fun. You gotta, you know, figure out a way to keep the morale up some way. Yeah, we've been we've been doing a boombox and going through the halls with and dancing for the residents. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. They have a lot of fun. Are they allowed She's to have any visitors, any family, or anything? No, nope. only to the window. We do um we do like uh, line dances outside their windows. That's so cute. <laughs> We're trying. They have um they have iPads and they've been doing like Zoom meetings. Yeah, we've been doing Zoom calls with their family and stuff. Oh, I'm sure they they're, really they're appreciate the that. Yeah. yeah. So tonight we thought we'd do a little bit of uh fun stuff since though it doesn't seem like it, Julie and I only met each other less than a month ago. Um <laughs> and not in person. And we so have we these thought it might weird be fun. parallel lives, like it's so strange. It is, it's honestly a little spooky. I know. But we You're... thought it might be fun to um, have some silly questions to build friendship, and we thought it would be fun for you guys to pitch in with your opinions, too. We'd love to see it on the Facebook group. So my mom is going to read us some questions, and we're going to answer them as, like, a little friendship interview and see how our weird tastes align. But before so... we do that, I just want to say... Since we are such big 90 Day Fiance fans, um, we have such common lives. Like, you and I, our lives are so intertwined. It's like we're soulmates. Like, you're my destiny. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Here I go. Here I go. (laughs) I'm ready to find love. My heart is open. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm ready for friendship. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> and we just discovered tonight that your brothers have the same name. Which I know. Is really kind of weird and creepy. It is, it is very creepy. weird. Is Even he an older like, brother or a younger brother? Uh, younger brother. Okay, okay, mine's an older brother. Yeah, so that's different. But even our, like, birth experiences were similar. Like, it's just weird. And but we have a, a deep, penetrating love we, for the Golden Girls. It's, it's very penetrating. Very. I had deep. actually taken the same screenshot of the uh, Golden Girls masks that you sent me yesterday. Oh my and gosh. I was going to send it to you. That is so funny. Yeah, I, I saw <laughs> in my Facebook feed... A uh, bunch of Golden Girls masks, and like one of them had B. Arthur on it, and it said like "Be safe" or something. Yeah. And I was, and I sent them to Melinda, and I was like, "These are the only masks I would be excited to wear." <laughs> they were pretty Stay great. Golden, I love the Golden Girls. Maybe one day I... we'll do a Golden Girls show. Oh, oh we should. Great. Wouldn't that be Golden fun? Trivia. Thank you yeah. for being a friend. I love it. I, uh, full disclosure, just ordered a Golden Girls jigsaw puzzle from Box Lunch yesterday. Oh, I want to get a Golden Girls, um, like, I thought about getting the little Funkos. Oh, yeah, Golden those Girls. are super cute. Or you can get, like, a picture that's, like, the, a picture of the living room. And, like, I figured, oh, I'm just going like, to get something like this and frame it. And most people won't know what it is, but... I'll know, and that's all. Those are my favorite things in my house, though, are the ones that, like, nobody gets that I get, and then they have to ask, and then I have to show them how nerdy I am. It's like a little (laughs) surprise. I love it. Like a a map of Game of Thrones or something. Like, we have stuff like that, and it's like... I I tried to order a jigsaw puzzle that was just uh, the map of Hyrule from Legend of Zelda. Nice. And I'm like, nobody would know what this is. Yeah. That's awesome. Except me and my husband and my friends. And your That's all that matters. That's true. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's let's do get this. into it, Mom. Hit me with your first question. This is like my favorite question I've seen yet because it, it, I have the greatest story for this. But <laughs> what's the weirdest thing a guest has ever done in your house? Oh. <laughs> I have a good one. Okay, um, go. <laughs> there was a short time. So. Before I moved across the country and got married, I moved in with my mom for a little bit so I could not be stuck in a lease or something because I knew I was moving. And my girlfriend and I, my friend, who is a girl, and I, (laughs) we went went out to a club and got shit-faced. And then we had so much fun that night. We came home, or we came back to my house that I was living in with my mom. And, I mean, I was like 25. It's not like I was underage or anything. But, yeah, so we came back shit-faced. My mom, and we're, like, trying to sneak into the house quietly. Like, you like you snuck out. And I guess we woke my mom up. So my mom gets up, and she goes to the kitchen to make coffee because she gets up at ungodly hours. And, um... I guess my friend got up to go to the bathroom and she had never been to that house before. So after a while, I'm like, where is she? Why is it taking so long for her to come back from peeing? So I go looking for her and she was in my mom's bed passed out. Oh, God. (laughs) My mom was so pissed. She was pissed. I was like, I I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So she, she took a wrong turn down the hallway and got in the wrong bed. And it was really awkward because my mom was pretty pissed about it. But now it's funny. 
Oh my gosh, that's really funny. Uh, so my mom and I actually have the same story. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, so do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell, tell it? it? Okay, so I do have to preface this with, uh, this was my one of my lifelong best friend's mom. Um, and unfortunately, she's no longer with us. Uh our, our lives are also very weirdly intertwined. We've been through a lot of trauma together. But the craziest thing that ever happened to us was uh, that our children were born 87 days apart and our parents died 87 days apart. <gasps> Whoa. Um, very young, both of them. Very, yes, very young. Um, That's crazy. Her mom did not make it to 50, but this is actually a story about her mom. And I know that uh, Megan will absolutely still laugh at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So we had just moved into a new house. It was the summer between eighth grade and ninth grade. And we had like a kind of not like a block party, but it was like a housewarming party. And we had a pool at this house. So it was the summer. It's hot. uh, The pool was still freezing. um, But we like barbecued. My dad was legendary for his barbecue. (laughs) But Megan's mom, Kelly... (laughs) was legendary for being crazy at parties <laughs> so she anyone named kelly is destined to be a good time <laughs> no okay so we're gonna have to tag team this story because there's parts <laughs> that melinda doesn't remember but yeah. so kelly Bless kelly was Jesus. going down the slide we had it we had a curved slide oh i forgot the about the slide because we took it off after this right. <laughs> yeah so yeah the slide came down after this party so, but the slide was very close to the edge of the patio that went around the pool. And so right next to that was the grass and dirt and whatever. So Kelly's going, she goes up the slide and she, she slides into the pool and, but then she gets out to go around, to go up the slide again. And she falls face first into the ground. Oh my God. Yes. Because <laughs> oh She's shit faced. And so she's like now covered in mud oh. and dirt. So See, this she, is the part that I remember. She kind of forgets that to go. This is the, one of the reasons we moved from this house. Cause it was a great piece of property and a really cool house, but both bathrooms were upstairs. There was yeah. no bathroom on the main level. So, Kelly, do you want to take over? Well, yeah. So, she goes up the stairs. She goes into the house to go up to the bathroom. But what are my stairs at the time? Carpet. White. White carpet. carpet. Oh, my God. Who would would do that? That should be against the law. Well, I actually have a little side story about those stairs, too. Well, we took the carpet off later and made white stairs. Right. Well, that's the side story. Oh, sorry. Uh, But... Anyway, so she goes up the white stairs and leaves a trail of mud. Like, you could just watch her entire movement through the house. She gets into the shower, slips in the shower, and breaks off, like, the whole, like, soap dish thing. (laughs) Like, something terrible happened. Like, it looked like a murder scene. Like, she wasn't bleeding. It was just, like, there was a struggle. (laughs) Like, the soap dispenser was, you know, tiled into the wall. It wasn't, like, plastic stuck on. Yeah, no. Oh like, we had, to, we had to completely retile the shower. 
The curtain was torn down. My brand new... We had just redone the whole bathroom for this housewarming party. No. Oh yes, Rhonda had bought me all new towels. Oh, new bath- towels. I thought you were... T- well, after that, we, I was like... After we that, got yeah, we had to retile New it. tile, and we got, like, a fancy, you know, like, a, like inset box type thing in the shower. But then after that, she went and passed out She went and passed out in her bed. Naked. Naked. Nice. And did not remember a thing. Thing. Oh my god. <laughs> so if you're listening, love you, Bing. <laughs> yeah, that was just part of Kelly's charm. Oh my god. You, you had so to funny. love her. Lord help us. So anyway, later we took the carpet up off those stairs. Like we just DIY'd it. And so we had to take like the wood off to, to replace it with nice new wood. And once you took the wood off of the stairs, uh underneath the stairs which had to have been there since the house was built there was a collection of (laughs) 80s playboys and a bottle of sleeping pills (laughs) and i will never forget that because my little brother was what like 11 (laughs) and a bottle of sleeping pills there was just a bottle of sleeping pills we're like what the hell that's a weird combination decisions were made here it was like some kind of like bootleg time capsule It was oh great God. though because my uncle my uncle had a cabin in the woods that was really like a cabin a uh, log mansion but um, he was known for his collection of vintage Playboys in the bathroom so we took him up to him and he was excited about it. Oh, I bet he was. It was. What'd great. you do with the sleeping pills? I mean, probably <laughs> threw them away. Like they were from like 1980. <laughs> I don't think they were effective anymore. That was probably the good shit. Right? Yeah. Really. Yeah. It probably was. There were also chicken nuggets and cans of Diet Coke in the pool the next day. Oh, my God. Which was weird. Were they Burger King chicken nuggets? No, Probably. they were not. Thank you for your judgment. I appreciate it. The heart wants what it wants, Julie. I think it's okay. funny that we had the same story. I know. <laughs> not at all shocking if you could see my shocked face right now. Yeah, my mom and I are twin souls. All right, so what's our next question? Okay, so... I don't know. You gotta, she you forgot gotta, how to you open my log phone. me into your there phone. You there we go. So, if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would you call it? Oh. Huh. That's a really good question. I know. I like it. Uh, peanut paste? <laughs> Ew. I mean, it's a paste. Have you ever made homemade peanut butter? No, but like you just grind it. Out. It's like a paste. So my my re- my question to the question would be smooth or crunchy. Oh, crunchy. Well, it would have two different names. I would name crunchy uh, crunchy dunks because I like crunchy to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like to. Uh, first of all, crunchy peanut butter is the is the superior peanut butter. It's the butter. superior peanut it butter. It's absolutely superior. Oh yeah. Have you guys ever put like a spoonful of crunchy peanut butter on some ice cream? No. no, but I'm gonna have to. Oh my god, it's so good. But yeah, crunchy, I like to eat crunchy dunks with my peanut butter. So I guess the crunchy would be crunchy dunks, and then the creamy would be peanut paste. Crunchy dunks. Crunchy hmm. dunks, because you're gonna dunk. But then your... you'd have no idea what it is. Yeah, you that. would. If that was the name of it, people would know what it was. Did you, you say like when peanut crunchy came dunks? Up with peanut butter, and you knew what it was. It's not butter. There's nothing buttery about it. It's delicious, though. It is delicious. I I eat my kids' leftover peanut. Smooth peanut butter is like slime in your mouth. 
You know, I don't. It has its time and place. No, I, it has its best. time and place. I do frequently eat the, the leftovers of my kids' peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, I eat and I enjoy peanut it. butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. about twice a year. And other than that, I don't have much use for it. Yeah, PB and J is one of those things that you forget how good it is until until you, you eat one. You're yes. just like, oh my god, I could eat this every day for the rest of my life. Kind of. I love a peanut butter. That's like a that's like a comfort food for me. I, I like so to good. to grill it in a pan. Like really? a grilled cheese? Yeah, it's I have really good. Never I've never thought of that. that before. Oh god, it's so good. That sounds good. It's delicious. Hmm. Oh, okay. So here's my side question to that. What flavor jelly? Strawberry. It's grape. It's grape. The answer is grape. <laughs> so, strawberry for peanut butter and jelly. I like, no. I like grape Ugh. too. No, Ugh. see, on strawberry is my favorite jelly, but on a PBJ sandwich, it's it has to be grape. be grape. Yeah. I don't mind strawberry. On toast, any any anything else, a biscuit, toast, or anything else, it's strawberry jam. All right. I mean, if I had a or choice, though, like if you if you gave me a biscuit and you gave me like a buffet of different toppings on a mm-hmm. biscuit, I would probably just put honey on it. You would. Mm. Or I mean, the the superior on topping on a biscuit uh, on a biscuit mm-hmm. on a biscuit <laughs> or a biscuit. <laughs> or I'm so excited you don't even know what it's called anymore. No, it's sausage gravy. Yes. Oh yeah. Agreed. That's the number one topping. Ooh, I made that last weekend. I love biscuits and gravy. Look at that face. Bitch horse slut. I knew I was going to get called a name for that, but I made it and didn't invite you. Oh, that is rude. <laughs> I invite you for dinner every day. I, do I eat dinner? When you come to my house. The only time. I made chicken corn potato chowder tonight. It was so amazing. Oh, that looked so good. I just made it it up as I went. It was definitely a daddy recipe because Parker never followed a recipe. He could never duplicate anything he Mm. made, nor will she be able to with that. Nope, it was really good. But I made homemade cornbread, and uh, as a spoiler alert, I am a southern lady, but I just made homemade cornbread for the first time in my life. Yeah, I've never made it it from scratch, but I love cornbread. Spoiler alert, your mother has never made it. You're not a southern lady. Fuck you. You were raised by a southern lady. How nice. When mom says how nice, it means fuck you. We just just did the spoiler alert. I can't tell the joke now. Nope. You can't tell a short story. I can tell that joke. But anyway, so this is is a great question. Ready? If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? Oh. (laughs) Um, Am I answering that for you? No. I, <laughs> okay. No. Um, if I got arrested, and my friends would probably think it was a DUI. Hmm. Probably. I mean. Yeah. Or telling somebody off. Oh, yeah. That's going to be mine, that I fought someone. Not that I would f- fight somebody, but that I would just go off on somebody. I've never fought anybody, but I'm... I have a big mouth. Uh-huh. Talk okay, so shit. now I want to hear your answer for me. Um, if you told me that you got arrested, it would probably be for telling a cop to go fuck himself, because you did that. I did do that. <laughs> she no, literally did. No, what did you say? Himself. What I did was, here's another great nursing home story, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're in the middle of COVID. This is COVID times, guys. <laughs> And we've had now two positive people in our building. So the Department of Health comes in and decides that we need to do 100% testing of all residents and all staff. 
Okay, okay. fine. I've got one resident who refuses to be tested. She's semi-alert and oriented, questionably, but not de declared incompetent, so kind of have to let her make her own decisions. So she's refusing to get tested. So I call the Department of Health. They end up calling the Surgeon General, who issues an order that she has to be tested. The or be, Surgeon or be General, guys. Okay. <laughs> he has this, bigger this, things to do. This is what I'm told. So I go and I tell her, you have to get tested. Anyway, long story short, we have to, quote, Baker Act this person, which is a Florida thing that I found out. I did not know that that was a Florida term until I moved to Georgia and found out. That yeah, it it's like a 5150. It's a psych hold. It's a danger to yourself or others so they were considering her a danger to society because she refused to get tested to find out if she was COVID or not and she had a fever so this was the whole thing she was running a fever so she could potentially be contagious so call the police blah 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 they come three hours later they're still standing in the parking lot discussing what they're going to do one of them has come in the building. The rest of them are afraid to come in the building. It's 10 o'clock at night. I've just driven home six hours from Ocala. I, I went away for the weekend. I had had, I had had one day off. I went, I drove to Ocala to put flowers on my mother's grave. Cause it was the one year anniversary of my mom being gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm driving home and I get this phone call and I have to go straight to work. So I'm at work dealing with this. It's now 10 o'clock. She's at night. in a great mood. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready to just, like, kill somebody at this point because I've now been at work for three hours. It's 10 o'clock at night, and I'm freaking tired. And the, there's three cops and two EMS in the parking lot just doing what? I don't know. So they keep going out to their car, and I'm opening the door going, what are we doing here, guys? You know, because let's, let's make something happen. So finally... They've now been out at their car for an hour and a half solid with no communication with me. And I've just had enough. So I walked out there and I said, what are you guys doing out here? Having a circle jerk? <laughs> and the guy looks at me and he goes, that was very disrespectful, ma'am. And I said, well, you're disrespecting my time. So make a decision or go home. <laughs> and I, in the meantime, I was texting Melinda and said, my debit card is on my desk. You know the PIN number. I may need bail money. <laughs> Because I really wasn't sure what was about to happen. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. So that's a thing that happened. So, yeah. It just seems like a total violation. It's, it seems like a total violation for them to, like, force her to get tested. <sighs> well, I don't know. I had mixed emotions about the whole thing. But I was like, just basically, you know, do it or don't. But, like, <laughs> this is insane at this point. Yeah, in a nursing something. home setting, it's a little bit different than, like, if she was just at her house. So, yeah, because true. she's in a nursing home Communal setting with, living. yeah, with a roommate and all those other things, like, it, it is truly a danger to all of the other people in the building because she could potentially be spreading the virus. And, you know, you've seen what's been happening in nursing homes. Like, it's, yeah, that's it's true. not good for the home. Right. So, I mean, I, I see both sides, but it was really more of just, you know, okay, you have an order. I mean, I don't know what the problem is here. You have an executive order from the Surgeon General of the state. It, it Just do it. Shit or get off the pot, as my mother Pretty would much. say. <laughs> exactly. So what did so. it ended up happening? Did they do the test? 
they finally took her to the hospital and they tested her at the hospital and then they brought her back and she was negative. Oh my god. But anyway, it was just pretty crazy. Yeah. That's probably something I would do. I probably like maybe not to a cop unless they really pissed me off, but I would end up I just talk shit to people. Oh, I got I almost got into like a physical fight at the post office a couple weeks ago. Sweet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, th- I was there to drop off some packages from my eBay sales, and the line was so long, and I'd already been standing in the line for, like, 45 minutes, and this guy, all he had to do, they, so they had it set up where you can only have six people in the building at a time, blah, blah, blah. So, it's hot outside, there's a million people out here, there's a guy that already has labels on his boxes, all he needs to do is walk in put his stuff in the bin and walk out. Well, I'm like, I don't think you have to stand in line for that. I think you would just go over there. And then when someone comes out, you go in, throw your stuff in the box and then leave. And then the guy behind me starts yelling at the guy. And I was like, he doesn't fucking need to stand in this line for an hour. All he has to do is put his shit in the box. So then, yeah, we were fighting and Wow. I almost got into a fight. But it's just ridiculous. This guy, he doesn't need to go talk to someone up front. All he has to do is go put his shit in the box and walk out. Why should he stand in line for an hour in the heat? Agreed. With the rest of us. I went to the us. post office today and it was a similar situation. I'm like, I stood there for a minute and then I realized that the self-service kiosk was working. And I was like, hm, never mind. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If you need something like that, you should just be able to wait until someone comes out. You go in, do what you need to do, and then leave. Not Amen. all of us need to go up to the person at front and spend 20 minutes talking to them. Nope. And then we the next go. time I went to the post office, this guy like, almost hit a guy. Oh, God. It was just like, you fuckers are psycho. There was a lady today that was super drunk and, like, raising hell and just, like, talking to everybody. And they, the post office people had to ask her to leave. And her poor teenage daughter was driving, thank God. Oh. But... It was 1.30 in the afternoon. Embarrassing. <laughs> like, yikes. Poor kid. All right, Mom, you're over there cracking up at the next question. Okay, so <laughs> ready? What is the strangest place you've urinated or defecated? Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, I actually know. I can tell you exactly. <laughs> you probably know mine. I have, oh, I have two. <coughs> but one is probably a little less shocking than the other. Um, the first one that came to mind, though, was my 21st birthday Eve, <laughs> a.k.a. Christmas, because <laughs> my birthday is the day after Christmas. Oh, my God. Um, that sucks. Do you get less presents or more? More. Lies. Okay. That's good. Not lies. She lies. I don't We lie. usually just go do something fun on my birthday. Uh, the last two years, we've gone to an escape room. That sounds like fun. It was actually really fun because my husband refuses to go with me. So I get a couple of girlfriends. Like this year it was uh, my best friend next door, my mom and my sister-in-law, who is one of my best friends. Um, and we oh. went and we went to a wine bar after and it was tons of fun. But That um, sounds like fun. On my 21st birthday Eve, we went from my grandma's house to my mom's best friend's house, which was like two hours away. Uh, but she would not tell me where I was going. Um, so I'm sitting in the back of a van literally like in the backpack like no seat belt of just sitting cross-legged in the trunk essentially um watching movies on a laptop and i'm like y'all i have to pee okay i have to pee so we're on the interstate so my dad pulls over 
at the nearest place to pull over, which happened to be a carpet factory. <laughs> and I peed in the parking lot of a carpet factory. Like, I don't yeah. know, 8 o'clock at night? 7 o'clock? do what you gotta do. It was dark. But, uh, yeah. The other one was probably less fascinating, but it was at the, in the dirt parking lot of, um... <sighs> Poor Paul's poor one. house. No, uh, remember the one where you and I, this is what I remember. You and I walked, we, I don't remember where we were, were, but we walked like somewhere in like a dirt parking lot and we like squatted behind a fence, but it was daytime and there were people watching us. <laughs> oh like God. we thought we were behind a fence. I have like, absolutely no recollection. Well, you were hammered. You were hammered. What we the hell was hammered. this? I don't where was I? Because I was clearly not on this planet. My God. <laughs> but my favorite particular story was we were at Uncle Mike's, this 4,500 square foot log home that she was speaking of earlier, which was at the top of this hill. Very large, steep hill. Very large, large, steep hill. And it was super fun to try and climb that steep hill when you were drunk. Yeah. Spoiler alert, you can't. But anyway, we were I was up there. We had been there all day drinking in the pool and no, it wasn't we weren't in the pool. We were watching NASCAR, but it wasn't it was like fall. I was probably in the pool. And um you weren't with me. Okay. I thought and you just said we. We mean me and your daddy. Okay. So anyway, we're up there and we're watching NASCAR and we're drinking and we're hanging out, whatever. Somehow or another I ended up on the phone with my stepdaughter. And hey Mel. Got into the, we got into an argument and I don't remember what it was about, but anyway, I got pissed off and I my husband and I were known oh as the walkers. They're the walkers. Whenever we had a fight, somebody was walking somewhere. <laughs> Just so, storming off walking miles. Like they're so, stubborn assholes. So anyway, <clears throat> I took off walking in heels. I had on boots with heels. And Why was, the fuck were you wearing heels to watch well, NASCAR? Like, they were just, you know... My, That's some redneck shit right there. You know I wear boots with heels. She got the boots with the, the heels. heels the apple bottom jeans. Yeah. So anyway. Um, oh my God. No, they weren't like heels heels, but they had a heel on them. They weren't flat. That's my point. Anyway. <laughs> it's a gravel driveway, oh steep God. hill, blah, blah, blah. It's like a mile from the time you it's get Georgia from Mountains. house. From the time you get from his home to the road, it's close to a mile. So I go down this whole thing, and I'm walking, and it's cold, and I'm freezing. And so I you decide to walk. You should stopped at the alpaca farm for warmth. I decide to walk <laughs> to my friend's house, Bill and Charlene. Oh, my God. You walked all the way. And my phone died. Because, oh, you know, God. halfway into the walk, you're calling somebody going, okay, I was pissed off. Somebody come get me. But no, my phone's dead now. Now, this is about eight, so I can't nine do miles. <laughs> no, it's not that far. It's like, it's it's at least three miles. But it's dark and there are no lights. We're out in the country country and it's like October or something. It's literally it's a one four-way stop town. <laughs> literally. So I walk down the road. I turn up the road, which is now uphill to go to i've walked down a straight down a hill now i'm going uphill to go to their house Both and ways i in the got snow. to pee so bad that i just can't stand it so i finally just step off the side of the road and you know drop trowel and pee <laughs> and 
okay, whatever. I get to their house. Now, I, now I've got a phone and I'm letting people know where I am and whatever, whatever. Next day, I end up spending the night there. Next day we leave and I drive by and realize that I peed in a freaking cemetery. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> And I had no idea oh that my it was God. a cemetery. You're a terrible person. I know. <laughs> you peed on somebody's mother. I did. Oh my God. You're That's so some Georgia that, shit right there, though, where Georgia there's like shit, cemeteries mixed in with like, like rural houses. Like the houses. That's how it works. It's probably a family God. plot. That is oh, hilarious. That's hysterical. All right. So we need your story now. I I haven't really peed anywhere weird. Um, we we camp a lot, so we but we don't do like campgrounds. We go camp in the woods, so you know I've peed out peed there. Um, but when I was a kid and I would go on road trips with my aunt and uncle, they would have like one of those little like Folger coffee cups or coffee can things. And they would bring one of those with a bag inside of it in case I had to pee it during the oh my God. <laughs> road trip. And that was that was my little potty. That's a freaking, that's some country shit right there. Too, it is. You know? It is. And also, like, <laughs> well, and when Vanessa was little, I would always have, like, a potty chair in my trunk. Because, you know, kids are assholes. And they'll tell you they don't have to pee. And then five minutes later, you have to pee in your middle of nowhere. So I've had times where I pulled over on the side of the road and Vanessa was like peeing in her potty seat in the trunk. Oh my gosh. I almost did that when we went to um, Disney World, but thankfully Charlotte actually made it. Uh, We were like still towards the beginning of potty training and she she, did amazing. amazing. She really did. Going to Disney World with a newly potty trained toddler was... It was risky. Um, However, she did, she will still tell you like, what did you do at Disney World? I pooped on the horse because what? she pooped while she was on, on the, the carousel. carousel. Oh <laughs> my god! With me, mommy and daddy were somewhere else. I don't know. And yes, I took her on the carousel, and she pooped. While my on oh my the horse. god! My little precocious one and a half year old ended up being the one that wanted to ride the rides, and my three year old was all of a sudden scared. Like she literally oh. never even uttered the words "I'm scared" until she went to Disney World. Oh my god. So I think we had taken Lorelai to go ride a ride. Yeah. But then she also peed on the way to the It's a Bug's Life show and they had to like rope it off and hose down the ground. <laughs> and we missed the show. And so we're literally just standing there watching them hose it down, waiting for my toddler to come back because my mom took her to the bathroom. I ran Austin with and I like parked the uh the stroller and brought the baby but she brought charlotte ahead and then all of a sudden like we get there my mom is gone they're hosing and i'm just like what has happened something has occurred oh my god they have like like, they have like the guys in the hazmat suits coming in (laughs) yeah like she wet her pants guys she didn't like shit all over the ground like come on don't worry this is the animal kingdom not here (laughs) hey she shit in her pants she was wearing a pull-up. 
But I mean, it was just like, oh my God, that's the funniest thing. It's like, she will tell you, I rode the elephant and the dinosaur and I pooped on the horse. <laughs> that's what she remembers. That's what she remembers. She met princesses every single day. We did a character dining every single day. Oh. And, she, and remembers she remembers pooping on the horse. I pooped on the horse. <laughs> so there you go, guys. That's why you take your toddlers while they're still free before they turn three. Yes. Yes. That is um, so funny. So do you want me to tell one more? Yeah, so I, I just remembered mom's truly hilarious peeing story. <laughs> Please tell it. Okay. Bit quickly. So I'll try to make it quick. I'm not a quick storyteller. That I'm sure you figured <laughs> that out by now. Because I feel like I always have to give the backstory for the details. So my husband and I went to a NASCAR race in Atlanta and I had never been to a NASCAR race and it was quite fun. The camping is more fun than the actual race, but anyway. I digress. We're coming home from the race and been drinking all day, blah, blah. We get traffic stops. It just like completely stops. Like stops as in people are getting out and like, playing yeah, football are, in yeah, the they're, they're interstate. They're throwing a football and popping a beer on the interstate because <laughs> you're going nowhere, right? We're just in park. So I've got to pee so bad. So Parker's got a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> in oh the car God. in the truck and i decide that it's a good idea that i can pee in the gatorade bottle oh my the God. only problem was i underestimated how bad i had to pee and you have a vagina and no i made it in the bottle but oh i got i can't even pee in a cup oh no i did i i was good at that part i just overflowed the bottle oh, and no. i couldn't cut it off oh my god <laughs> Something has occurred. <laughs> I can't even like, pee in the yeah, well, of the doctor's office. Yeah, well, guess you gotta the car in tomorrow for a good detailing. It's oh a, God. it is a cruel joke for pregnant women to have to pee in a cup. Like they should really put a nun's hat on the freaking <laughs> toilet to let. I can't even do it when pee. I'm not pregnant. Right, but I mean, Jesus, I can. No, I have good. I aim. pee I all good, over I, myself. I, I don't part. understand every it every time. Every time. Yeah, was I get, that our five questions? Well, no, it was four, but that's good enough. Yeah, good enough. Good enough. (laughs) Now, Julie, do you want to move on to some other kinds of questions, or do you want to talk about our dating nightmares? Let's talk about um, each of our dating nightmares. All right. So, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? You start. Okay. So, I spent a lot of years online dating. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you and and Austin meet online? Yeah. Me and Ryan met online. Oh, fun! Yeah, we met we, on Plenty of Fish, and we have a we have a picture from our wedding with our wedding rings on fish hook. Aww, it's really cute. We, it we met on Tinder, like the trashiest dating site. Aww, <laughs> that's awesome. Tinder Tinder was after my time because we met in 2012. Oh wow! So yeah, we've been together. since And you 2012. still like each other? Mm. Most days. Most Sometimes. Days. Okay. Cool. He's he's all right. <laughs> I I did I don't want to kill him today. Um, That's great news. Yeah, no, we've we've actually lived together almost the entire time we've been dating too. Um, I friend zoned him from August to December, and then I moved into his house unofficially like in January and then officially in February because my brother's house burned down and he was getting ready to get married. Uh, oh, wow. So I let him basically like sublet my apartment, and I moved in with Austin. So yeah. Okay. Anyway, 
So back to my dating nightmare. So back when I still lived in Georgia, I had just started giving this dating online thing a, a try for the second time. And uh, I met this dude. His name was Nick. I don't remember his last name, and I don't care to. Um, and he had just gotten back from a military deployment, and he was looking to get an apartment. And so he was like, I need stuff to decorate my apartment, but, like, I just don't have good taste. And I was like, okay, well, why don't I take you to, like, the mall in the mall area, and I'll, I'll help you pick out some clothes and stuff for your house, because he had basically nothing. Um, so I don't like meeting people at, like, my house. I don't really want to get into a car with somebody the first time I meet them, but he insisted, and I was just like, whatever, YOLO. He wanted to show me his brand-new Corvette. And so I'm like, fine. Let's, let's see. So Disclaimer, I'm, I wasn't home and didn't know about this. Yeah. I okay, there's gun. so many red flags. I mean, the fact no, that he had just gotten gun. back from deployment, mm-hmm. and he's driving a Corvette, mm-hmm. like, just lots of red flags. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I was aware of the red flags. I was just, just at that, them. like, YOLO point of my life. Um yeah. So I had the gun and I'm like, fine, I'll meet you at the Walmart parking lot. Cause that's where you meet in Cherokee County, Georgia. <laughs> so I met him in the parking lot. He did indeed have a brand new Corvette. And so I was like, all right, cool. And he was like, do you want to drive it? And I was like, yep, I want to be in charge. So I drove the car. Uh, it was like 30 minutes to the mall. So I drove down there. And so we get to the mall and he immediately like wants to hold my hand. I'm like, no, I just met you. Um, And so we walk into a couple stores, and I'm like, okay, yeah, these are some, you know, nice things for your house. We walked into, like, a Kirkland's or something. Like, you know, these would be some nice generic decorations. Do you know what you really want? No? Okay. And he was like, I've got to take a phone call. I'll be right back. And I'm like, fine, whatever. I don't care. You're kind of (laughs) weird. He never stopped talking, like, the whole time. So he goes and takes his, quote, unquote, phone call, and I'm walking around at I don't know, whatever the next store was. It didn't matter. And so he comes back and he was like, I got you a present, but I'm not going to show you yet. And I'm like, uh, I'm not really comfortable with you buying me a gift. Like I literally just met you. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. It's nothing big. I'm like, okay. So we go to another store and I, I, it was going out of business and I, they had Oakley's for sale, like 80% off. And I was like, man, you know, I'm thinking about getting some of these. And he was like, oh no, let me get them for you. And I was like, "Mm, no, please don't buy me anything. He took them out of my hand, went and bought me the Oakley. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever, man. Like, that's your funeral. And then he goes into Bath and Body Works and buys me everything I even picked up. Oh, my God. And is starting to talk to me about how I should move into his apartment with him. What? And take my two best friends with me because I had said that we were thinking about getting an apartment. And I was like, uh that seems like a lot and at this point I'm now texting my best friend I'm like I'm gonna need you to come get me yeah and so he takes me to lunch and pulls out a diamond ring that he just bought for me no I swear to god shut up swear to god (laughs) he proposes to (gasps) me no and I'm looking at this man like, holy shit. And this is the first time you ever met him. Yes! Ever met. Oh my God. Ever met. And I'm like, I'm going to say no. 
<laughs> you should have said yes, and then you should have taken the ring back. Oh, I wish I had. <laughs> what did so, he do? Was he like a drug dealer or something? No. Uh, no, he had to be doing something. No, I think he That's was just insane. No, I think yeah, he was he just didn't insane. Have that kind of money from the military? Come on. I think he was doing some kind of like special ops shit. I don't know. Like he he didn't seem smart enough to do that, but I don't think he was a drug dealer either. He was kind of a weenie. So anyway, I worked at a Mexican restaurant. And that was on my Facebook. So he shows up at the Mexican restaurant that night. And we're doing, like, a Patron special. And, you know, the waitresses, you've been a waitress, so you know, like, usually, like, whoever can sell the most specials gets to go home first or, you know, like, gets the mm-hmm. option to go home. So, like, I'm trying to push this Patron because I want to go home. My brother just got into town. So my brother and my mom come up to the restaurant. He sees me talking to them, goes and sits with them, what? and just keeps ordering shots of Patron so I could get off work. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, he would not take a hint. And my brother, who is a super nice diplomatic person, is just, like, Dude, I'll kill you, tearing into him. Like, leave my sister alone. That's fucking crazy. I I had to get him kicked out of the restaurant. Yeah, that's like total stalking. Yeah, and then he, he, well, yeah, he did show up again, and I was like, dude, I'm really not interested in you, and if you ever show up at my workplace again, I will, like, have you murdered. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's crazy. means to do that in Georgia, just so you know. Yeah. (laughs) I live in the country for a reason. Yeah, lots of places to hide bodies. equipment that can bury you, and they'll never find the body. Right, so, yeah. He, uh, he, he slowly took the hint after that but i just like couldn't believe that happened (laughs) did he ever try to like contact you on facebook or anything um i think he tried to like message me on google chat a couple more times but then he kind of just disappeared wow i like scorned him i do i do remember he put a bunch of facebook statuses about how like the love of his life broke his heart. I'm like, oh Bruh. my god, what One the day, hell? Woohoo! I'm a catch, terrifying. but not that much of a catch. That's terrifying. Your turn. Um, my ex boyfriend kidnapped his daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Actual fuck. I lived in Tennessee, and I was dating this guy, and things were, like, way too fast and way too heavy and whatever, and I moved back to Las Vegas, and he wanted to move with me, so he moved with me. Then he went back to Tennessee for a court date, because he was such a gem, and when he came back... Who was that? Was that me? No, it was my phone. Sorry. Oh. (laughs) And um, when he came back to Las Vegas, he brought his daughter with him, who was about two and a half at the time, maybe three. Um, No, I'm going to say like two and a half. And she lived with us for a while until I got sick of his shit and kicked him out. And then he went back to Tennessee. Well, after a while, I ended up being friends with his ex-wife. And she told me... I, I was like, I never would understand why you would, like, let him take your kid across the country to live. And she was like, oh, no, I didn't. She said that, I guess she was giving him visitation or something. And I feel like I already told this story on the show. Melinda, do you think I told this story already? You told it on the last episode. <laughs> on this, the last one that we released? 
No, the lost No, the one. lost episode, not the, the last The lost episode. episode. So we recorded a really long episode that was really funny. And then uh, when Julie went to edit it together, her audio didn't work. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's the lost episode. Yeah. So, okay. So I became really good friends with his ex-wife and she said, no, she did not tell him he could take the baby across the country. And she was giving him visitation and he, I guess, took, took the daughter and was like, okay, well, fuck you. We're moving to Vegas got in the car and drove away and kidnapped their child. But because they were still legally married, there was nothing that she could do about it. So. No, that would literally like, that gives me anxiety. Just thinking about that. Like, wow. I would, I would be, I would murder someone. I would literally murder somebody. I really, I I would have somebody murdered. I would be like Joe exotic. Because Carol then I would Baskin. lose custody of my daughter. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> I I legitimately think I told this story. I, I remember listening to this me telling the story, so I think it's already been released, but whatever. That's my crazy... I have a lot of crazy dating stories. I, I had a good little slutty time frame. Like oh, we I all mean, should. I have others, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to save those for Patreon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just giving it all away for free. Mom, you're a, you're the most recent fish in the sea. <laughs> so, Melinda frequently says that I confuse her, to, which my response is I confuse myself. Because I am a very, I'm a relationship person. Friendships, men, doesn't, I'm just a relationship person. I don't, I'm not a loner. So... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really struggling with the whole loss of my spouse because... You're a pack animal. He's very... But he, you know, we... that This is like a three-episode thing if <laughs> I told you that whole crazy relationship. But we, we definitely had our challenges. By no stretch of the imagination was it like the perfect relationship. But in the end of it all, the last three years were amazing. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, everything that happened in the whole 17 years was, you know, you learn from it and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, miss him very much. Feel like I'll never find that kind of love again. Still very much in love with him. Love him and feel like seeing anybody else is cheating or whatever you want to call it. So I I struggle with that. But by the same token, I want to have someone to share my life with and... I want someone that can partner with me and be another, you know, a, a grandparent to the, the girls and all my grandchildren and yeah. that and that kind of thing. So I struggle with, you know, wanting to do that and yet feeling like I'm disrespecting him. And so um, anyway, I one night I think I was either half lit or on Ambien, I'm not sure. Or possibly both. Six one, <laughs> half a dozen, any other. It's possibly both. Anyway, I just decided... Well, the first time I decided to try online dating, this guy that I had met... And it's, so kind of, it's kind of funny because it's almost like Melinda's story. I met this guy at the local... There's only two bars on the island where I live. And um, 
I met him and he was sitting at the end and he just looked so sad. And I jokingly said to him, it was during football season and it's, we were all there watching football. But I said, wow, you look like you lost your best friend. And I was just kidding. And we started talking and he had just broken up with this lady and he had just bought this condo and this woman that he had just broken up with was helping him decorate it. So it's kind of like Melinda's story of, oh, can you help me decorate my condo? <laughs> I swear that it's like a come on line. Right? From it is. I think it is. And I didn't realize that. But anyway, he bought this place just as an Airbnb. He has another place here in the same neighborhood as Melinda. So anyway, we, we started becoming friends and whatever. And he'd, you know, he'd like text me and say, oh, I'm having drinks so-and-so for happy hour if you want to stop by and blah, blah. He made this huge deal about, I don't want to date you, we're just friends. But then every time we'd be out together, if I started talking to anybody, and I'm talking like another female, he'd be like, oh, did you forget I was here? Like, he'd be all possessive. And I'm like, I thought we just had this conversation about you don't want to date me, you know? So it was just really bizarre. So fast forward there's another whole story in that but he said to me one day he goes you should go on match.com and I said really and he goes yeah he said you know you're a great catch and you know you should just put yourself out there and you should go on match and I'm like I don't know about the whole online dating thing I'm not even sure I'm ready to date blah blah we have this big conversation so I'm over here babysitting one night and I just decide to check out match because I've never seen looked at any online dating ever that you know I was married before any of that shit came out so I started looking at it and I was kind of answering the question so unknowingly because I'm really not very tech savvy and she will tell you that <laughs> um, I, I was creating a profile without even realizing I was creating a profile so when it got to the part of you know sign up I was like oh no and I I declined it I'm like no I don't want to do this <laughs> So, but what I discovered later is if you create a profile, even if you don't join, if somebody is on there that has premium, they can view you and send you a message. You can't view anybody else, but they can view you. It's so, so weird. That's how it started. That's like sketchy. It is, right? So that's how I met the first guy that I ended up going out with that we all thought was going to be a great guy but that turned into another story so now I'm a little interested and okay I don't want to do the whole match thing so I hear about this dating site for people over 50 called Our Time so I create an Our Time profile again thinking it's free but before you know it they're charging you anyway so I meet if you have to put a credit card number in, it ain't free. Well, I didn't mm -hmm. at first, but anyway, then you're hooked because you see these guys that you're interested in and so you end up signing up. So I met this one guy and, you know, we talked a little bit, super nice guy, but just absolutely no chemistry, um, whatever. Then this was the drunk night. I ended up signing for up for Facebook dating. What? Did not realize. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a free app on your Facebook. Dude, I didn't even oh, wow. realize I did this. I, I, I swear I have no recollection. So obviously I drank too much. <laughs> so I started talking to this guy and he's kind of cute. Looks like the, what's his name? The dude from Rascal Flats. 
the blonde dude. Gary. Gary. I don't know. I don't the lead know if that's singer for Rascal Flatts. I just yeah, picked a name. name. No, okay. Gary is his name. <laughs> anyway, that's what this guy I was looks literally like. just looking at Gary Lamb's picture, so shout out Gary Lamb. <laughs> no. So anyway, he looks like him. So we start, you know, chatting back and forth and eventually give him my phone number. So we're texting, whatever, whatever. Huh? <laughs> it is Gary. <laughs> it is Gary, I know. When you once you said it, I knew that. So anyway, start talking to him. Well, he lives close hereby and you know so we chat blah blah meet him one time at this like group event they were doing a food truck and because you know social distancing right so because that's what melinda's like are you dating so and so i'm like dating you can't date you can't even see people <laughs> like what the hell so anyway, I meet this, and he seems like a fun guy. He has a motorcycle. I love motorcycles, and he's, you know, house with a pool, and, you know, da-da-da, whatever, whatever. So, but after I talked to him for a little bit, I'm like, he is really self-absorbed. And after a couple conversations, he says to me, he's like, you know, you're one of the most selfish people I've ever met. And I said, you know, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but that is absolutely not one of them. I said, I am constantly accused of never thinking about myself, and I need to think about myself more. And that's really interesting that you would say that. So this turns into this kind of like sparking feud thing, whatever. So he just like keeps contacting me and keeps contacting me. Melinda doesn't even know all of this story. I don't know who you're talking about. I showed you the picture when we had our porch night date. Okay. I told you I was talking to three guys and I showed you all their pictures and Rollin was one of them. Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> he just turns into like crazy psycho stalker man who won't take no for an answer. And I'm like, dude, I'm not interested in you. So then he calls me and he keeps calling me, keeps calling me. So I block him. I block him on Facebook. I block his phone number. He calls me from a Google number. Now I'm on call 24 seven for my job. And in this day and age, when people move, they don't change their phone number. I still have an Ocala area code. You know, I mean, I have a 352 phone number and I live in an 850 area. Code. I still have an Atlanta phone so, number. Yeah, and I have Melinda no intention to change it. it. Right. My husband still has a Pennsylvania number. Because that's what everybody knows your number. So half of my staff have out of town phone numbers. So I can't just discriminately say I'm not going to answer this number, you know, because I don't know who it is. Because I have over 100 people that report to me directly and they call in sick to work and blah, blah, blah. I have to answer the phone. So that's why you heard my phone a second ago. I thought I had it on silent. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I get this call and I answer it. You know, hello, it's Mary Sue. And he's like, hey. And I'm like, hi. And he goes, did you block me? And this is how the conversation oh goes. Because one of my friends is sitting there and she's hearing my side of the conversation. He goes, did you block me? I said, I did. He said, are you done with me? I said, I am. <laughs> and he's like, so... It's just over. It is. <laughs> She's looking at me all funny because this is how I'm answering him. 
And so he just like keeps talking, keeps talking. And I'm like, listen, this is just, you know, you're wanting something that I'm not wanting. And we're just, you know, we're not on the same page. And, you know, he, you're telling me you're in love with me. And I've only met you one time for like an hour. <laughs> and, you know, dude, I ain't ready. You might be ready. And there's a reason that you're 57 and never been married and don't have any kids. And, you know, and there's, I understand now. It's okay. And uh, anyway, so we're like. Back up. He starts crying, and I've got him on speakerphone, and I'm looking at her, and, and she's going, "Oh my God, he's crazy." I'm like, "Right." So, get him. Finally, get him off the phone. Then, like a week later, we're at this place that we go. Stripes has a block party. They have an outdoor concert, and he again calls me from another Google number. It was we lost you. It was me and you and Rhonda were walking, and you like took off somewhere. We didn't know where you were. I went back to so the he calls place. me again, and he starts this whole thing again. And I'm like, "Are you here?" Because he lives right around the corner from there, and he says he goes there a lot. And he's like, "No, what are you talking about?" So then he's like, "Get, get." It's like starts lecturing me about what a stupid idea to have a concert and. Oh, yeah, it sounds like you had a great time going somewhere and getting drunk and driving home. And that just sounds really brilliant. And he's, like, talking to me like I'm an idiot. And I'm, like, I keep hanging up on him. He keeps calling me, and I keep ignoring his phone call. Oh, God. And he keeps calling me from, like, a different Google number. How so, was like, I, I sitting keep, right like, next no, to that, you? By then, I was home. Oh, my But I'm, like, what, what the hell? This guy is, like, a serious stalker psychopath. He brought flowers to my work and we're not like allowed to have anything. And so like the receptionist met him in the parking lot and took the flowers from him. And I just like, this was in the beginning before I knew he was really crazy, but I went back and I just like handed the flowers to my friend and I said, here, these are for you. And she goes from who? And I'm like, crazy stalker guy. <laughs> here, put them <laughs> on your desk. Cause I don't want them. Oh my God. God. Crazy, crazy, crazy psycho dude. Y'all, I didn't even know about any of this. So I'm yeah, like, I knew you'd freak out and be scared. I'm like, literally, I'm not be scared. I'm pissed off. Like, mess with my mom, you mess with the other mama bear because my mom is now like my child. Yeah, so that happens when you hit a certain stage in life and start dating again in your and your hot. I am not hot. So when did he end up? Um, leaving you alone? Well, I haven't heard from him in about a week and a half, so I'm hopeful. Oh. This is very recent. Text him and tell him you got a new number and give him my number. No, I'm not texting him. <laughs> I haven't heard from him. I'm thinking he finally got the message. Give me his Google number. Julie, you want to message him? him since the night at Stripes. <laughs> See, so the scary thing is that you, sometimes things like this happen and you're just like, wow, this guy's crazy. But well, that, that guy could be like me, a like, fucking murderer. I live. Yeah, but, but you drive does, the most ostentatiously well, so bright car ever. I, he knows I live on the island. The island is only two and a half miles long, and I drive this obnoxiously beautiful, gorgeous, but bright teal Jeep Rubicon. <laughs> you can't miss it. No, yeah. but thankfully, there are a surprising number of people in Navarre that drive Yeah, but I don't think there's another Rubicons. one on the island. I don't know. So that's what, I mean, that does scare Parking me a little garage. bit, because if he, well, I'm, that's, it's going to happen this weekend. I'm almost there. So... If, if he, you know, drove up and down the island, he could find my Jeep. Just so that put, you know what, we should just get you a nervous. dust cover for your car. But my garage is almost completely empty of boxes, and I'll be able to pull the car in it, and then he won't be able to see it. But anyway, I think he's <laughs> left me alone, but... <clears throat> I already yeah. had to tell the previous guy that she was talking about, the possessive guy, to go fuck himself in the middle of a 
my well, my local bar. Well, that was the side story about the guy that was like doesn't want to date me, but yet was all like possessive of me. Melinda like runs I just went up to him and I was just like, "Hey, how are you doing? Oh, you're good. Okay, great. Do you want to date my mom?" And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh," and I was like, "All right, let me just cut this short for you. Fuck off." (laughs) So then he calls me and he goes, "I just had a really interesting conversation with your daughter," and he starts going into stuff. And then he caught me like three beers in, and I just told him off about how he thought his Air Force boy was so much more important than my Army boy, and I was tired of hearing it. And he could just go, I said, you know what, call me, don't call me, I don't really give a damn if I ever hear from you again, because you're a conceited, arrogant asshole, and I don't need to be friends with you, I can make other friends. And I haven't heard from him And my mom is, like, the nicest person on the planet, like, she does not do confrontation. She's just, like, professional, always. (laughs) So for her to say that, and she was sitting in public at a different bar... It was great. That okay. guy's a douche. My husband passing has not been easy on me. No, I, I can't imagine. If it was, then we would be concerned. I've been, well, but, you know, I kind of, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know who I am. Me either. It's been, <laughs> it's been a difficult year for all of us, but. And Melinda has, like, we have switched roles. She's now the parent. Oh, That's okay. <laughs> There's a season for every part of life. I'm so sure I have potentially met somebody that's really nice, but I'm still, you know, holding out. But I, you know, how I did you meet I, him? I kind of don't trust people easily anymore. How'd you meet him? Mother. On our time. <laughs> On the old people dating site. <laughs> no, he's nice. I met him last weekend. Uh, he's he's chill. He's a, he's a good looking guy. He. Uh, he dresses nicely, which is very different from my dad, <laughs> who wore a t-shirt and cargo shorts, much like my husband, so I can't say much. Uh, apples, <laughs> apples and trees, you know. Uh, now, he seems like a nice dude. He has a very unfortunate name, but, you know, those things can be changed. <laughs> you change his name at 62? Yes, I'm going to change his name at 62. He has a dumb name. <laughs> <laughs> He might want to listen to this. I'll tell him to his face. That's not nice. He's a very nice person. So far. (laughs) So far, so good. I'm like my mom's bodyguard, man. I pulled him aside last weekend when she had her little block party, and I was like, listen, man, I'm just telling you, I'm the only child that lives here, and I just gotta say, like, if you fuck with my mom, I will have you murdered. (laughs) That doesn't scare a man off or anything. Yeah, no pressure. It's all good. Like, I was yeah. like, you seem like a nice guy, and I'm just doing my job as the, you know, reigning child. But uh, <laughs> if you suddenly find yourself not interested anymore, maybe don't ghost her like our previous friend. Ew. Homeboy was, like, much older and just ghosted her for his crazy ex-girlfriend, and that's just stupid. Like... Like it's not it's not okay exes. for it's not okay for any age but like once you're like over 50 like ghosting is not a thing that should happen no no like it let's have a conversation that's funny what a dick but no i was nice to him he said the next day that he thought more no, women should be like me so he did and he like, said that twice he said you know i wish more women were like your daughter and i said what do you mean Aww. by that uh-huh. I, no i asked him point blank i said what do you mean by that and he said you know just say it like it is he said good bad or otherwise you know where you stand he said i like that just 
be up front. Life's too yeah. short to pussyfoot around. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much exactly what he said, you know, and I don't know. I mean, honestly, though, like, my dad died at 51. Like, if that doesn't so show you that life is short, like, it's, there's no time. Like, I talked to my dad for the last time on Mother's Day last year. If you had told me that that was the last conversation I was I would have with my dad, I would have laughed at you. Mm. Because, like, I was having a really shitty day. I had some other crazy stuff happen in my life, and I didn't want to tell him about it because I didn't want to stress them out. And, and so, like, I was just almost kind of, like, pushing him off the phone. And he was in a rare mood where he wasn't being, like, cynical because that was just – he's a sarcastic, cynical guy – and he and I were very similar like that. But, I mean, it's like, life is so freaking short. Yeah. You never it's know. It's too short. You don't... I, so, like, now I, I always answer the phone. I, you know, okay. I say what I'm thinking. I ask for what I need. Like, it's too short. Yeah. But, you know, I also just believe in... <clears throat> divine intervention or whatever you want to call it but i mean it's different for everybody he didn't know but he somehow knew yeah because he called every one of his children he talked to every one of the children he made a point to talk to them i think he facetimed with all the grandkids i think yeah yeah we facetimed um, i mean like he he had like a two-hour conversation with my older brother i mean they like they loved each other but my brother was 18 when they yeah. met. I mean, he didn't so, raise like, him. <clears throat> it, he didn't, he wasn't as close, but, like, they had, like, a two-hour conversation, which is weird for both of them. But, I mean, like, he, he was the one that paid all the bills. Like, he paid all of his bills a month ahead for the first time ever. Wow. He, he was, yeah, like, was really very weird. unusual behavior for my mom, because that was her first Mother's Day with her mom, who had just died four weeks earlier. And, you know, like, he just catered to her instead of being like, let's get out of the house. Like he did whatever she wanted. And you know, like it was just very weird. The things that he did. And it was like, he unconsciously knew that something was going to happen. And so, I mean, that's honestly what made it even harder, but you know, that's a, that's another patron. We've, we've gotten to a very sad place. I know. I let's let's move up. This is getting dark. <laughs> wow. This was supposed to be funny, crazy dating stories. How did we, we get, get here? here? Jinx. <laughs> I need a well, map. Well, it's okay to talk about the serious stuff, too. I mean, life yeah. is short, and you never know what's going to happen. My, my mom, uh, yeah, she passed away again. from lung cancer. Mm. And, I mean, that's what happens when you s- smoke for 50 years. Mm. But it, like, she was doing well, and everything was, like, okay. And then... It just metastasized, and they gave her, like, two months, and she died in, like, two weeks. Wow. So you really don't know. I am just... I was just so grateful that I had the last conversation I had with her because yeah. we really... Um, my mom was a really, really stubborn person who would never admit when she did something wrong, and that was part of the very frustrating relationship that I had with her because I can't handle that. I don't like people that won't take responsibility. Right. So, but, you know, the last time that I talked to her, she said she was sorry and that she loved me. And, like, we made up and mended all of those, you know. Oh, that makes my heart so happy. I'm going to, like, cry right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, And it was, like, 
It yeah. was, I was grateful, but I was frustrated because I'm like, I just, all I ever wanted you to do was tell me these things and mm-hmm. you waited yeah. until you were on your literal deathbed. Yeah. I think that and, was uh, something that my step-siblings struggled with. Uh, oh, yeah. Because they both kind of ended on, like, ar- silly arguments. Yeah. But that's just, like, kind of how their relationship went. Like, they loved each other fiercely, but they argued just as fiercely. Yeah. And they, they both expressed how difficult that was for them. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think that that's affected them positively in the, the aftermath is not leaving things so shitty. Like, my brother mm-hmm. and I got, my little brother and I got into, like, a stupid argument on Facebook because he's deployed in Korea right now. And, like, he blocked me for, like, a week. And I, I finally got through to him and I was just like, you know what, man, like, life is too short to hold grudges over oh, something yeah. stupid and he he apologized and we like you know had really good conversations and that's a lot of growth for him because he i mean he's young he's been in the military yeah. since he was 18 yep you know like that it's it's difficult but you know if something good can come out of something terrible then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, not I'm, as bad I'm definitely grateful for the shitty relationship i had with my mom because it made me a better mom yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I remember so much of, like, how I felt with my mom or the things that she would say that would hurt me or the way she would act or that she wouldn't hug me or tell me she loved me or was proud of, like, all of that stuff. Or that she didn't like the way she looked, so she never wanted to be in pictures. So I have, like, two pictures of us together, oh, one when terrible. I was, like, five. So it's like I take all of those lessons and all of that pain and I use it to make myself a better mother. Like, I might not like the way that I look, but my kid deserves to have lots of pictures of us together. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've I've struggled with that a lot. Yeah, you have to. You have to. It's for them. It's not for you. Yeah. No, and I know that one day when I'm, you know, uh, older, I'll be happy that I have those. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, just telling Vanessa all the time, like, I love you, you look beautiful, or, oh, you're so funny, I love that joke you told me, like, just kind of giving her all the things that I wanted, and, and I think it's made our relationship really strong, and that's all I've ever wanted, is to have a good relationship with her, so, I mean, it sucks that I didn't get to have it with my mom, but I am grateful for the shitty things, because now I get to be better. Absolutely. So... Yeah, thank you for coming to our TED Talk, everyone. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just got serious for a minute. <laughs> we started with dating nightmares and we ended with, like, real life lessons. Like, real exactly. shit here. <laughs> We've come full circle. But you know what? That's that's what uh, that's real being life. a real person is. And here at Resting yeah. Bitch Face, we are two normal-ass moms with sometimes a third normal-ass mom. Uh <laughs> You know, like, we're keeping it real, we curse, we drink, we what smoke. What do you call a normal? Normal <laughs> is a relative term. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Listen, Yeah, Linda. and you know what? We have, like, a basic outline of what we're going to do for each show, but the bottom line is there's not really a, ba- a plan. Um, I mean, the plan for this episode was, like, 45 minutes, and we're probably about an hour and a half in at this point. Right. So... No, we're only a little over an hour, I think. We had to yeah. clap, like, five times, so... Okay, yeah, so it's not too bad. <laughs> but, um, you know, this was going to be the funny episode. Right. <laughs> but it's... it's fine, because we go into... We went into real some people. real stories. I bet that yeah. the, I bet that a lot of our listeners have had 
similar experiences with their family or, you know, <coughs> heartbreaks and things like that. And you're not alone. We're all kind of struggling and hurting. And, you know, the only thing that matters, I guess, is what you do with it and what you learn from it and how you love the people that you still have. And y'all, come at us in our Facebook group. I want to hear your stories. I'll cry with you. I'll be angry with you. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll laugh right. with you, too. Like, I want to hear your real-life stories. I love yeah. to cry with other people. It takes me my mind off of my own tears. And I'm not yeah, joking. And on, in- on Instagram, we will put up the questions that we answered so that you guys can respond and share your answers with us. Like, um, you know, if you were, like, what would you name peanut butter and stuff peanut like that? Peanut paste for the win. <laughs> yeah. No, it's peanut it's, paste. It's chunky dunks. Ch- chunky dunks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, no, come at us. We want to hear it. Sorry, Chunky 90 Day Gays. Chunky dunking is what I do instead of skinny dunking. Yeah, that's I what, was just that's what I that. think. Is like, we go chunky dunking. <laughs> you're not skinny, though. You're not fat, though. You're skinny. Oh, well, man. That's so funny. Yes, but Chunky we'll Duncan in Lake Alatoona. <laughs> we'll put those questions up so you guys can answer them too. Share any stories that you've got. If you want us to share it with the show, we will. If not, we can keep them um, between us. But we really appreciate you guys listening and giving us the opportunity to grow in our podcast. We're still kind of figuring out where we want to go with this. So if you have any ideas or any thoughts, it'd be really awesome if you guys kind of let us know what you think. Yes, please give us your constructive criticisms and your feedback in our Facebook group. Uh, instead of leaving us a one-star review, that'd be great. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Uh, we want to hear your constructive stuff. Just don't ruin our chances of succeeding, please. Yeah. Um, bitch, don't kill my vibe. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. <laughs> bitch, don't kill my that vibe. That should be our theme song. Yeah, it should be. Let's do it. We'll we'll sing it on Smule. Thank you for listening. Check us out on all of social media at Resting Bitch Pod. Um, Twitter, we are the Bitch Pod. The the Bitch Pod on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't go to Resting Bitch Pod on Twitter because someone stole that shit and she's not funny. So she ain't cute. (laughs) Hi guys, thank you for listening. We will see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.